Welcome back to another episode of the College Football Overdrive Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Fred Purdue. I'm joined by my co-host, Rick Brown. What's going on, Rick, after a crazy week one? Freddie P, finally, we we get a, a, a real week. I mean, because I told you I don't do this week zero garbage. So, yes, week one is in the books. And boy, boy, boy. Whew. If this is what we have for the next... I don't know, 10, 12 weeks. I don't know if I could take this. This was crazy yesterday. Yeah, this thing was crazy. I mean, whew. Um, I mean, my my heart was broken, and that wasn't even my team. I got invested in other teams. I lost my mind on – I don't understand. We'll get to that in a minute. But, um, you know, picks didn't look all that great. They, They survived. We, we survive. We'll be so we'll be talking. To, we'll give our overreacts, our reactions, maybe some overreactions for some picks from from the week. Uh, we'll have a we'll have our superlatives for the week. We'll talk about some superlatives. But we, before we get into anything, before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's show, we got some breaking news from going into the weekend. And I think every when I say every every college football fan has wanted this one. So let's jump into it. So we have Friday, um, just to pull back the curtain a little bit. I'm the teacher in the room, so you know I got it. We had to, we had a, the kitties had a day off, but you know us teachers, we love to go to, we love meetings that should be emails, right? Everybody loves that meeting that should be an email. I looked out at my phone in the middle. I kind of cheated a little. Looked down at my phone, and I almost lost my mind in the middle of a meeting. Got a notification: twelve team playoffs. We got playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, playoffs. What do you think, man? I mean, we've been asking for this. We asked for eight. They went ahead and just went all the way and gave us 12. This is crazy. I mean, I, and I know you're just as giddy as a – well, I'm not going to go there. So, listen, <laughs> I, I know you're very happy over this. But listen, man, why don't we just call this NFL light or NFL junior? Because this is getting a little, a little ridiculous. I mean, listen, we all love college football, okay? So let's stop pretending this is people really care about student athletes. Uh, tw- 12, 13, 14, 15 games now? Come on, man. That's, and they're still not, I mean, other than the NIL. They're still not getting paid. Yes, I know I'm going totally different and a totally different thought pattern on this. But I've just thought about this. It's too many games for these kids to be playing. And then some of them are going to have NFL aspirations. I mean, that's why people in the NFL only play three games because, I mean, three years on average is because it's it's a brutal sport. And you're going to give these college athletes, you're going to give these Young men who have not um, fully developed yet physically, more games to play. Yeah, I have a problem with that. I, I do. And, and and they're not getting – all of them are not getting paid, paid. I have a problem with that. So I'll let you college football people be happy with it. Uh, you you um, I'll let you all laugh. And, yes, we have a 12-team playoffs. I will sit in the corner and pray that these kids will be all right. So, 
Wow, I didn't expect that one. Um, uh, that one, yeah, that. that man, I, 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 yeah, I'll get off your lawn, man. Jeez, I'll get off your lawn. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll get off your lawn. But no, um, I, I love this idea. Uh, I was only asking for eight, so I mean, if you're just if you're just gonna tease me with a good time, go ahead. Um, for me, I really I hated the BCS system. I hated the old voting system where just we just give it to somebody based on a media outlet. That was silly uh, because it was tied to a bowl. Again, the BCS was complete garbage. I can rem- I can name at least three times in my lifetime where I'm like, man, this that team didn't deserve to get in there. That team didn't get it. Shouldn't have been there. I know one time my team, my Miami Hurricane, should have been in it. And well, you know. Um, things happen. So, uh, so for seven, for our seventh, cause you know, um, you know, we got one, one got stolen. Um, but yeah, so, um, I like this. I like this idea. Uh, some of the parameters for this, uh, we're getting a 12 team playoff, obviously highest ranked conference champions, uh, no minimum ranking required. Uh, so they'll see, we'll also see, uh, plus the next highest six C's will be six C's will be a part of this. Uh, you'll get the college football uh, selection committee will continue to determine the ranking. So we, there is some human element there. It's not just simply a ranking system. So the human element, the one thing I've said when this playoff thing actually started, I said that this is to justify putting the best X amount of teams on the field at the same time. There's no more uh, guessing and they want to put the best matchups that make the most money. Yeah, you'll see your Cincinnati's every now and then, but this is um, this is it, it all comes back to money. You're going to see now. There's a guarantee you'll get two SEC teams, and we don't have to worry about it. You'll get two Big Ten teams, we don't have to worry about it, and we may get one more depending on how these conferences shake out down the road. Uh, you'll get your maybe a, an ACC, uh, the Pac, the Pac-12, and the Big Twelve. Who knows? Those two might just become one conference. However, it works. Notre Dame, you got to join a conference now. It is what it is. Unless you go undefeated, you're having to join a conference. It is what it is. Um, so the placement for this 12-team playoff, the four highest-ranked conference champions will be seeded one to four. First-round buys uh, will with first-round buys. Four highest remaining seeds will host will host lower seeds at the sites to be determined. So again, this is a money thing. It's all about spreading it around. Uh, the scheduling, you'll have uh, first-round games will be played at on-campus sites, so the schools will be able to still get the gate money, which is great for the schools. Uh, at least 12 days after conference championship games, this is when this will occur. So you, these guys will get some some bit of a break, which is nice. So it's, it is turning into NFL light, essentially. Um, the bowl relationships – uh, quarterfinal and, and semifinal games will be played at rotating bowl sites subject to the agreements, uh, blah, blah, blah. So we we know that, again, this has to – We it, it's still the traditionalist. You'll get your Rose Bowl, your Sugar Bowl, your Cotton Bowl, uh, your Peach Bowl, your Orange Bowl. You'll get those guys. Um, Fiesta Bowl, we'll, you'll get those. But now it's just going to be spread out a little bit more. Again, I love, the, I love this. I'm ready for it. Can't wait. And when is it supposed to take effect? You didn't you didn't you didn't tell the people that. 
So this will take effect as early as, as late as 2026. It is unlikely in 2025. But then again, if Oklahoma and Texas will be able to get in the SEC a little early, Pac USC and UCLA may go to the Big Ten a little early. Anything can happen, especially when it's college football and it's money driven, as you said. It is money driven, and it, yes, these guys need to get a bigger piece of the pie. But everything because this is money driven, and with these TV contracts coming up, ESPN's deal is going to be up uh, coming soon. Uh, so yeah, this could be this could get done a little earlier than thought than everyone thought. Uh, and the Big Twelve, they're redoing their deal, so mm, things are moving quite quickly. Mm-hmm whatever okay so we got the house clean we got the 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 breaking news out of the way um can't wait for that but we have real actual football this weekend Mm. the week zero didn't happen because in your world it didn't happen you know your your rattlers didn't lose to a north carolina team that scored a ton of points but had a lot of points put on them so you know none of this happened none of this none of these things happened but this week this week was absolute nuts. So we had our pick them. Uh, I went six and four. Uh, I got Boise State wrong. Boise State, I'm sorry. You will never get another pick out of me all year long. You can forget it. Uh, San Diego State hung around, but Arizona has an They have an offensive attack. Uh, Jacob Cohen had uh, over 150 yards on seven catches, which was really amazing. Boston College screwed that game Every which way you could, uh, Rutgers could not could not move the ball until the fourth quarter. And Phil Jerkovic, it's gonna be a long, long, long season. They couldn't protect him. I thought I was living in 1985 still, where we could actually hit quarterbacks because it looked like they were. I mean, they were tattooing him, and they couldn't protect him at all. And to the point where he. He just he he literally looked shook, and I have not seen a quarterback look shook like that since probably the eighties or nineties, where you could actually hit people. I mean, defensive linemen were driving him into the ground, and we know that's a no no. It doesn't matter if you play for Akron or Alabama; they protect quarterbacks now, and they were not protecting him. And he was in his home stadium. Uh, got that one wrong at the end. Uh, they just couldn't stop the run. Late game, uh, late win. So yeah, six and four for me, eight and two for you. Uh, mm. Mm, mm. I think I think you. Ch- I, I might have to go back to the tape because I remember a, a certain somebody picked Utah, not Florida. Never mind. I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, no, 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 no. You see, what matters is what's down on paper. Oh, no, I can tell you anything. Okay. Oh, I can okay. tell you anything. Oh, okay, okay. But what my picks say mm. earns me my payday. Mm. You get? That? I saw some picks and you, I you said, see that? Mm. Mm. "That didn't look. That doesn't. I don't remember you picking this team." But I'll let you have mm. it this week. I'll let you have mm. it. But we're gonna keep you accountable week to week from here on out. Accountable uh, is on paper. Yeah. It's down. Uh, it's written. Uh, I do that uh, before time, just because mm. I tell y'all. Yeah, mm. uh, 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 Miami's going to beat. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Cookman's going to beat Miami. Y'all know damn mm. well I'm not really picking no damn Cookman. Are y'all out y'all minds? Y'all better follow my picks. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
Well, speaking of Utah, um, that, those Utah Utes, I, I we off the air we had a we had a bit of a text conversation, and I said I I had a soapbox, and this has to do with that Utah game. Um, Utah gave Florida everything they wanted. They didn't look super impressive, but they didn't look terrible either. They held their own in the swamp. Um, defensively, when everybody in the stadium knows the quarterback is not going to throw the football and they're running the football down the field. And we know we're going run, 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 run. And it's that good old read option. We know on fourth and three, what do we think? uh, Let's just put our coaching hat on one time, you know, just one time when everybody in the stadium with a brain knows he's going to pull it or he's going to take off. Does our star defensive end go up the field, rush up the field, lose his contain? Or does he stay inside and force him, force Mr. Anthony Richardson to get outside or make a throw? You guessed it. He's going to go up. He's going to go straight up the field, lose his contain, get washed out of the play, and give Anthony Richardson life on a fourth and three where your boneheaded coach, or at least we thought, Ticks the clock down. Well, hold on. That's not the soapbox. Florida goes down the field. They score. Cam Rising and company drive. We have 85 seconds left. They drive the ball down to about the seven or eight yard line with little to like 17 seconds left. All you have to do is kick a field goal, take it to overtime. You have the, the, you have the field goal. Uh, you have it in your back pocket. And I will never understand for the life of me, I don't care if you're in high school, college, or the NFL, why we try to fit a ball into the Bermuda Triangle, which is three defenders in a tight space in the end zone. We don't throw the football in the in, in the red zone. Why? Why? You aren't that guy, Cam Rising, and I believed in you all game. You decided the play before I'm gonna throw it out of back, throw it out of the back of the end zone. Cool. By the way, shout out to Ventrell Miller who almost got the pick before the play before. Shout out to him. Good job. Um, if you know, you know. Um, so Cam Rising, you um you threw into the Bermuda Triangle, and Amari Bernie decided to pick that thing off in the game. You had one job, son. You had one job. Don't crash the car. Take it to overtime. Florida hasn't beaten you, beaten you really all game. Just saying. Quarterback, stop throwing in the tight windows in the end. If you are not Aaron Rodgers, don't do it. Just don't do it. Soapbox. I'm off my soapbox. Okay. Observations for week one. Um most of the ACC sucks as a conference. Um, well, let me be more specific. The Carolina schools suck as a company. I was going to say, my school doesn't suck. Um, yeah, my school, and, and, we and put up ACC. 70. We put up 70. Against Cookman? Put up 70 against uh, NC State. Oh, yeah, you probably put up 100 against. Two, 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 game, two game win streak so. already. Two game win yeah, streak yeah. already. We can do We'll make it three. We'll do that. Yeah, whatever. Uh... Observation uh, from week one: the backyard brawl was one hell of a game. 
That was absolutely. That was pretty good. I I, I love that. I missed that game. Oh my goodness! It it wasn't. It came down to the wire, and it looks like Pitt. There may be football life after. Oh, Mr. Kenny Quarterback, Pick- who's Kenny now Pickett. Kenny Pickett, yeah, across the street in um, yeah, Kenny Pickett, in the pros yeah. or across the um, let's see, the, across the hall, really, yeah, across, across the, the hall, hall. The, the 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 changing rooms, you know, a little different, but yeah. There was a can I can I can I pause you real yeah. quick? No, no, so, no, I'm, I'm through with my observations. Go ahead. Okay, okay, so that was a nice come full circle kind of game. So if we if we go back a few years. To USC, who has nothing to do with this game, really, but they they do. Uh, JT Daniels is the quarterback at USC. He gets hurt. He transfers to Georgia. Hmm. But Keaton Slovis is still there. He's the pit quarterback. JT is the West Virginia quarterback. JT goes to Georgia. Georgia, uh, he gets hurt. Stetson Bennett, who had a – ooh, he had a game. He had a game this weekend. Uh, he beats him out after – well, he doesn't really beat him out, but JT gets hurt. Stetson takes them to a national title. Slovis gets beat out by – and he 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 ends up leaving um, after getting hurt. So you have two players on the same team all coming full – all world full circle only for Keaton Slovis to pull out the W again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, JT. I mean, it's it's been fun, but man, they. I mean, he threw a nasty. He and it came down to the wire. He made a throw at the end. It was just a little bit off the ground. When I say inches, inches off the ground on a fourth and like twenty, and it was. I was like, wow. But West Virginia blew that game because he threw a pick and nobody chased the DB. Nobody chased at all it happens 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 and and this is just week one folks oh it it got real good it got real good in week one that north carolina team that you guys hung around your rattlers hung around with last week remember i said they're gonna their defense is gonna be swiss cheese i said that last week right who 63 61 when when you think a game is over and you have to i mean i could the game wasn't on for me i didn't get a chance to fully see every every snap of this game but every time i kept checking in i'm like why is the score like this why is the score like this they're down their best receiver but what does that have to do with their north carolina's not uh stopping anybody and gene chizik um mac brown just if you hear me fire gene chizik thank me later Fire him now. Leave him in. If you haven't already, leave him at App State. <laughs> leave him there. Like like how USC left Lane Kiffin. Leave him on the tarmac, okay? Just do it. Mm. Um, because it's going to get worse. I mean, App State did whatever they wanted. Both teams combined for like 62 points in the fourth or in the uh in the fourth quarter. Like it, it made no sense. It got down to an onside kick. We usually fall on those. No, I'm going to pick that up and take it back for six. And they still, App State still had time, got a score, and just couldn't convert on the on the two-point conversion. Chase Bryce, I don't know what you were thinking, trying to take off like that. Uh, no, you're, you're not that type of, of athlete. But App State's going to be a, a problem for teams. 
And that game was that game was crazy, as you said. The North Carolina school or the Carolina schools, who we had fireworks at with in at uh, East Carolina, uh, came down to a field goal. We were texting throughout that game, and I was like, man, um, they got a little conservative at the end. Maybe I don't, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe in. I hate kickers, so I mean, Florida State teams do too. Never mind, we'll leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> Always got to remind those those guys of that, but ECU, you should have. If you guys go down the field a little bit more, you might uh, made that field goal. But North Carolina State looks pretty tough, man. They um Devin Leary, I didn't understand the hype until I actually saw him in action this weekend. He's worth the he he's worth the price of admission. Loved it. They should have lost. Go ahead, continue. Um, Ohio State. Uh, Notre Dame injuries, injuries, and more injuries. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Oh man, probably still the best defense they'll see all year. I don't think the woes are fixed on defense at Ohio State, but they did pretty good. Notre Dame just can't score points, <laughs> they just can't. They have a defensive coach who doesn't have an offensive bone in his body, he doesn't have anything offensively. I mean, nobody can move the football. They have a tight end, Michael Meyer. Really good tight end. He made a hell of a play. Um, he's going to play on Sunday very soon. Um, but Ohio State, they, they're they just a bigger, stronger, more physical team. Uh, C.J. Stroud looked, looked really good. Um, I, won't, I won't include my Miami team here. Uh, 70 points. Good job, Mario. Uh, the only stat I cared about was penalties in that game. Five penalties. It was very good. Um, Usually Miami's a very undisciplined team. Five penalties, I'll take it for – or I'm sorry, six penalties for 43 yards. I'll take it, uh, clean up some things. But Thune actually had some athletes. I know you don't want to hear that as a Rattler, but uh, they have some athletes, and they might give you guys problems if those guys stay healthy. Um, they're fast. Yes, indeed. They're, they're, they have some very fast guys. They had some guys running away from our guys. Um, the game for me, again, was Florida um, – Utah, really good game. Uh, came down to the wire. Utah's going to be fine. They just can't, they have to be perfect the rest of the way. Uh, Alabama looked like Alabama. Um, Bryce Young just took over a game. Five carries, 100 yards, touchdown, five touchdowns through the air. He wants another Heisman, I guess. Um, that's a good way to start it. Uh, last but not least, Drake May, quarterback in North Carolina. They can't, if they can't stop anybody, if he can continue that. Just going back to that game, um, mm-hmm. I think he has – he's had what? He has like nine touchdowns already in two games. No interceptions. No interceptions. <clears throat> no interceptions. High clip. I mean, the quarterback play over the weekend was really tough. Uh, we still have Georgia Tech Clemson. I'm going to be interested to see how DJ Uyunglele plays. Uh, so get used to that name being slandered a lot from me. If you've heard me on any other any other platform, you know I just don't like what I see. So hopefully he's improved a little. Um, one Florida State and, and LSU, if you're listening to this uh, live, by the time we post this, uh, they will have already played. So I'll give my prediction on that one. Florida State loses this game to LSU. Um, close. Uh, I think Brian Kelly's a little conservative, but I don't think they have the horses to run with LSU. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else from you that you saw from the from the week? Uh, just waiting on Sunday's games. Let's let them continue. 
Let them continue. Okay, okay. So let's get into our superlatives. Um, superlatives. Offensive player of the week. I started off. Drake May, again, the numbers that he put up against App State, it's very hard to go against what uh, go against that. I mean, Bryce Young put up numbers, uh, efficient, very efficient numbers, but it's very, very impressive to see a guy who, I mean, he's following up Sam Howell, who had a very good career uh, at – at North Carolina, but to come around and and really put up the numbers he put up 24 or 38 for 352 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, and then he gave you another 76 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Whew. He might be, I don't want to call it this early, but if he can continue this, you might hear his name. If they, if they have a decent record, they win nine games. Hopefully they don't. Cause that means they gave Miami problems. They win nine games. He might be in the Heisman discussion. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh. What say you? What say me? Mm-hmm. AR fifteen. Uh, mm. Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. I mean, who, who in their right minds really expected, especially after last year, Florida to beat Utah? Oh, I think I picked them, didn't I? But anyway. Uh, halfway. Halfway. But we'll let you have. Not so fast. Richardson, no, I mean, Richardson did it all. I mean, he 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 threw the ball. He didn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't kill him with turnovers, rather. Uh, three touchdowns rushing, over 100, um, 100 yards rushing, rather. Uh, great performance, 274 total yards. And three touchdowns in Florida's upset win. If he plays like that throughout the year, they're not—they're not just an afterthought. They may be able to, you know, um, make some noise in that SECs. So, uh, first game, solid opponent, top ten opponent, good win. Uh, I think so. With him, I need to see more from from him in the passing game. If I'm Georgia and I have about six, seven weeks of film on him, spy him, don't give up contain, force him to throw the football. We'll see. If he beats us throwing the football, let's see what happens. I'll leave it at that. Um, okay. Defensively, sir? Defensively, I got to give it to Amari Bernie. He made the play of the game. I mean, literally made the play of the game against in that Utah game. Uh, if he doesn't make that pick, even if he bats it down, there's a there's a chance that Utah kicks a field goal and who knows you know college football overtime, you know how that goes. Um, that that's that's a whole nother beast. So, uh, Mari Bernie, player defensive player of the week. Hmm. See, I was gonna really clown on this one and um, and, and go freaking um, the kicker for um, the kicker for East Carolina. <laughs> and, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, I mean, he missed a field goal. He missed an extra point in the that could have won it for him. So, um, I, which hurts because they played too good a game for that for to, for them to go down like that. But I'm not going to clown. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be. And I've been going back and forth with this man. Uh, we and, and let's keep it for a circle because you brought it around. Uh, 
who picked off JT Daniels in, in the back in in the backyard brawl? Ah, uh, I don't have his name, but I know M. he's from Al- J. Devin Devonshire. I did not want to pronounce Devonshire. Yes, Alequip was uh, owned, of course. His his pick jump started and ignited the squad and got them where they needed to be. Um, he's my pick for the uh, defensive player of the week. Solid, very solid, very solid. Uh, game of the week. Again, I go back to this North Carolina App State game. It gave me everything yeah. I wanted. I mean, you want you want points, you got points. Yeah. You want excitement, you got excitement. You want uh, Gene Chizik giving having a, a defense that looks like a Gene Chizik defense, you got it. If every North Carolina game is going to be a barn burner. Um, yeah, that game was everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my game of the week is – the Monarchs of Old Dominion University. Mm, we didn't touch on that one, and I was going to come back to it. Mm. Coming back and doing and beating Virginia Tech, uh, shocking Virginia Tech, and doing it by special teams. Oh, Frank Beamer. Oh, mm. he would be so disappointed. Uh, congratulations to ODU. You have my game of the week. By the way, interesting about this one. Um Dating back to 2018, these two teams have played three times. Imagine. You <laughs> two and one. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and and so imagine ODU has two wins against power five schools. And <laughs> guess who those those two wins are against? <laughs> Talk to me, brother. Virginia Tech. This is I tweeted out, I said, this is not your this is not your son's Virginia Tech. Much less your father's Virginia Tech. I, if I mean, this team came into the ACC just gangbusters. They did what Miami was and Florida State were supposed to do. They were the class of the ACC when they came in in the early two thousands. And mm-hmm. man, this team has mm-hmm. come on hard times. I'm sorry to hear it. Um, helmet sticker, helmet sticker. Your player of the week. Must I need I need a whole um I need a team full of helmet stickers because I'm putting it all on ODU. All all on the on the monitors of ODU for the victory. Uh they gets my helmet sticker. The whole team, bam, ODU. Old Dominion, so, Norfolk, seven five seven stand up. Okay, okay, okay. I gotta give this one because I've given this dude so much, so much just flack he he's a game manager he's not that good and i didn't even i didn't even mention this game in our observations i don't i feel like it shouldn't have even been mentioned the way that they they just as we say in the south they beat the brakes off of those guys um the georgia bulldogs we knew it was going to be a blowout did we say it was going to be this bad this bad i mean 49 to 3 and it was ugly in the first half. It was ugly in the first half. So, I'm going to give this to the def- the reigning defending mm-hmm. national champions first off. Got to put some respect on their name. Uh but Stetson Bennett. I mean, mm-hmm. he looked like he couldn't do anything wrong. Um mm-hmm. 21 to 37. I'm sorry, that's Bo Nix. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Ooh. Uh 20 25 of 31. 
368 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. he did everything he wanted to. Speaking of Bo Nix, you're 0-4 against Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. And, 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 and I knew Oregon was going to be bad, but Dan Lanning, do you want to – I mean, can you – I mean, can you get the – are the receipts – like completely like expired by now? Has the 30 days gone already? You want to go back to Georgia? Because boy, it, it's not looking good. But yeah, give it to, I give that to Stetson Bennett, definitely. All right. Sounds good. Uh looking ahead to week two week uh week two. Uh we're of the official week two, you know, we call this week. This is officially week two, I guess, if you want to call it that. But our official week two. Uh, we have just a couple games that we we are going to be looking ahead to. Uh, Alabama, Texas, that's going to be at Texas. Uh, you know, saving against those those former former assistants. Um, definitely going to that's going to be a game to look forward to. Uh, we got Friday night action. Former Big East opponents. Uh, well, um, actually, no, former Big East team. Um, Louisville going up against UCF. Louisville looked very bad against Syracuse. I mean, real bad. Um, yeah, yeah, they looked very bad. Uh, we also have South Carolina, Arkansas. Spencer Rattler looked okay. Uh, we also have uh, Texas A&M, App State. That'll be interesting. How do those guys come out? How do those come guys rebound from a emotional loss against a team that looked okay? They had a weather delay. Pitt, Tennessee, definitely going to be a game I'm going to be watching. Uh, Washington State, Wisconsin. Washington State has a quarterback I'm interested in. Cam Ward coming from Incarnate Word, transferring up. Uh, very good athlete. We'll see. Definitely get to see what he looks like. Uh, you know, week two is always kind of something. One of those games where there's going to be a lot of teams taking it, taking a foot off the pedal after going up a good, against a good opponent in week one. Uh, Houston, Texas Tech. That's going to be a game where the, the fireworks are going to be on display. Uh, both both Texas air raid squads definitely going to be an interesting one. Um, any games for you that that really catch your eye? Uh, Baylor, BYU. <clears throat> I want to see is BYU really like that, or was that just was, a one off? So, is USF just that bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So that that game is it really has my attention as well as Marshall Notre Dame. Marshall and, Notre Dame. And why I say this is can Notre Dame bounce back after a spirited performance, but not a uh, not a win and not something that you really that 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 lets you say, hey, this group is back under uh, Coach Marcus Freeman. So I want to see how their bounce back is. Mm-hmm. So Marshall Notre Dame Saturday, September tenth, two thirty p.m. Kentucky, Florida at seven for me. Uh, last but not least, uh, Kentucky got the best of them last year. We'll definitely see. Uh, week two is going to be a little bit of a it ramps down just a little, but. Um, Alabama, Texas will be the highlight of the week. Of course, you know how that goes. Um, High noon, baby. High noon in Texas. Yeah, they they disrespected Alabama and put them on noon. You know, Alabama does. That's a primetime game for them um, normally. But uh, Texas, you got to hold up your end and be good, and then we'll get to see those guys in in primetime. But, yeah, this definitely – week one was a barn burner for us, and we're looking forward to a lot of great weeks uh, going throughout the season. Before we get out of here, Rick, 
definitely uh, let the fans know where they can find you so they can uh, let you know about how much Drake May has um, is really killing it. <laughs> what in the hell is a Tar Heel? I don't this, know. This I still don't, I don't know. Is a tar I don't know. I know. No one has ever hit me up on Twitter at Rick Brown 91 at Rick Brown 91 on Twitter to tell me what the hell a Tar Heel is. Hit me up and let's talk. You can catch me on Twitter, Fred Purdue CFB. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter, uh, CFB Overdrive. That is CFB Overdrive. Uh, I will, my per, me personally, um, I, I got one more week before I see Texas A&M and I might cry. It depends. If I don't show up for that week and you're solo, dude, you know why. Um, but yeah, we Canes have all well, Southern Miss coming up. I don't think we'll be too worried. Um, but yeah, yeah, you guys can catch us on Twitter. Uh, at those locations and until we come back to you on Wednesday to break it all down you guys stay safe and peace peace go rattlers <laughs>